Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is at betonline.ag. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline has hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost anything you can imagine. And of course, the 24-hour online casino. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Pauline Edmonds. And today on the pod, I'm super happy to introduce our guest. She is the 2020 junior champion, just got sixth this year in the senior ladies division at our 2021 US Championships. She is Lindsay Thorngren. Lindsay, thanks so much for coming on today. No problem. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. I saw you for the first time on TV this year, actually, at the national championships, and I was so excited to see that the U.S. has some strong, promising skaters in the young generation coming up. You're only 15, so it's so impressive to see you with your triple-triple combinations and doing well. But yeah, can you tell us a little bit about your skating story? So when did you start skating, and who were your coaches growing up? I started skating in Minnesota like a while back I used to live in Minnesota um and yeah I started skating then like my sister started my older sister started skating like she was just doing group lessons and stuff and then um you know I saw her skating and I was like oh yeah I want to I want to try skating too it seemed fun and then yeah and then we moved to New Jersey and I started skating at Ice House with my coach Julia and yeah I've been skating with her for a while like since <laughs> until now. That's awesome. So so really she's been a part of your career for a long time then. Yeah. That's awesome. Are you going to school right now as well? Um yes, I do public school, but it's online now because of the pandemic and everything. Makes sense. How is that compared to the normal schooling that you were experiencing before? Um it's a little bit more flexible like with the schedule and everything with skating. But yeah, I think it's going good. That's that's good. It, I could definitely see how it would be more flexible since you don't have to be like sitting in physical class for like what, six hours straight? That's awesome though. Yeah. Are you, so then you'd be a sophomore right now? I'm a freshman. You're a freshman. Oh my God. Freshman year is so fun. Oh, freshman in high school. That is awesome. So when did you get your Team USA jacket? Let's kind of talk about your skating process. You you competed on the scene internationally in 2019, right? Yeah, I went to Oberstdorf for my first international competition, and then I went to a junior Grand Prix in Poland. Gotcha. Thanks. And that was after you won the yeah 2019 Intermediate Championship, right? Yes. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So talk a little bit about that. What was the journey to get to um, the podium nationally at that level and then moving onward? 
you know, a lot of practice. <laughs> just a lot of, I just did a lot of programs then <laughs> because um, intermediate long programs are probably like shorter than senior. So um, yeah, I just, I was working on my triple triples then too. So I've been doing triple <laughs> So you, you skipped the novice level after winning in the intermediate field and you went straight to juniors, correct? So why did you decide to skip the novice level? Is it because you were already working on triple triples? Um, yes, I feel like um, I skipped novice because I think I was like up for the, I was kind of up to the junior level already, I guess. We, mm-hmm. like, I talked about with my coach and yeah, my coaches and stuff. Like I was already doing triple triples and intermediate, so uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did you compete locally a lot in the summer after that intermediate championship? Like how were you entered into the um, international field in juniors already from being intermediate? Because that's kind of unheard of a little bit. Normally they don't really send girls right until they're doing well in the novice field or they're already juniors, but here you are intermediate champion and you're getting sent out to Obertstorf and Poland that exact same year like what six seven months later well um in Obertstorf I did advanced novice so mm-hmm. that was different and then the next competition I did was like a local competition and I competed junior so mm-hmm. yeah and then I think I qualified for the the minimum ISC points and then that's how I qualified, like, to the junior grand prix. Yeah, that's really awesome. Was that part of your skating plan, or is it something that uh, came up, basically, and you guys were just super excited for it? Um, no, I think it was almost part of my skating plan. Like, I was hoping to get a junior grand prix that year, and then when I got it, I was, like, really excited because I, I really wanted to go to a junior grand prix. That's so awesome. Uh, I remember getting my Team USA jacket. Um, I didn't get mine until after I won juniors, but I was screaming like up and down. I finally had the jacket. I watched like so many of my friends get jackets and I still hadn't had one yet. And so, um, yeah, I remember putting mine on, not wanting to take it off. (laughs) Yeah, I was so excited for that package when it came to the door. I was like, oh my God, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You're like, finally, I get to wear these letters on my back. (laughs) So, so good. But yeah, so how, tell us about your Junior Grand Prix experience in Poland. So it's your first Junior Grand Prix. You're obviously stoked to get it. How how did that go for you? It went good. I mean, it, it could always be better, I guess. Like, I was just really excited to be there and compete against, like, all these amazing high-level skaters from different countries and stuff. Yeah, I was a little bit nervous going into the long, I guess, I think, Overall, it was a really fun experience, though. Yeah, definitely. It's great to get that exposure, especially going into your junior nationals and then um, having that under your belt to be able to go to junior worlds after, right? So congratulations on winning that junior championship in 2020. After that, you did go to junior worlds. So tell us about your experience there. I never went to junior worlds personally, so I miss that experience. I'm super interested to hear how you felt going to that competition. I I was really nervous. It was like a really big competition, and it was right after nationals. I it was like 
I think it was like a not that long of a time period between nationals and junior worlds. And then like junior worlds came like right before, like right after nationals, we had that. So um Yeah. I just I was really nervous going in. I didn't have my best skate, <laughs> but I got to like practice with some really top athletes and overall again it was a really good experience and I was just like so excited to compete (laughs) yeah no I mean honestly every single competition you go to especially internationally from this point on is all just experience under the belt of learning how to manage your nerves and also be able to put down what you practice right um and it is such a different ball game going to a competition and being with all the top skaters for the first time. I remember going to the junior Grand Prix final for me was like the first time I was in an arena with so many other strong skaters and skaters that I super respected, admired and like watched on TV. Right. So I was crazy nervous to a point that I hadn't really felt that before. And I also didn't do super well. Um, I like kind of bombed my short program and that was a shock to me as well. Cause I just kind of felt the intimidation factor of being with these girls from other countries who are just nailing everything in practice right next to me. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, But then you kind of, you get used to it, right? And then you go back and then you're like, okay, I'm here for a reason, right? Like I can do this stuff too. Horse blinders, just got to do my job. Um, Learning process, right? (laughs) Let's talk about a little bit about mental training. So with what you're saying, you worked hard, you did super well at nationals and then you go to junior worlds and you get nervous, right? So what are the kinds of things you practice as an athlete to be able to manage your nerves at competitions like that? I think you should like practice, like say when you do your your program, I guess, like um, if you mess up a jump, just like keep going. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's good practice. I don't, I guess like do too much mental training, I guess. Um, I think practice is, like, where you most, like, should practice, like, having, being, like, mentally strong. Yeah, well, definitely, practice has a huge amount to do with it, right? Just the consistency of putting in 100% effort every day into practice, whether you land or fall, that's not even the most important part. Um, Popping's a different story. You definitely don't want to practice popping. But I can say one of the most interesting things I've been finding as I talk to more and more skaters and athletes is that mental training is definitely something we don't always focus on as much as skaters. And it is honestly the most important part to making a champion, right? Because there's so many skaters that can do all of the elements in practice, but there's only a handful that can put it together in competition when the lights are on the music is yours and you get that one shot. So I think what kinds of things are really important are to find out how you can calm your nerves. What is your Zen moment before you step onto the ice, before you enter the arena? What kind of thing can you think about in your head that slows your heart rate down, like pushes the butterflies down and lets you just do the muscle memory, go out and do it as you practice. For me, what I found like my Zen to be was I would always just like repeatedly tell my mind over and over. It's just another practice. I'm going to a mock competition right now. It's not real. Um, I would tell myself I was at home in my rink in San Jose. I never let myself really accept the fact that I was in a different country. I was in a different arena. I was in a different state. 
And I would just pretend, 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 fake it till you make it type thing. So I definitely would encourage you to find your Zen moment for skating just as you keep competing, because that's going to really help you deal with the butterflies and the nerves as you are going to these big competitions. Um, for me, competition, I usually, I like try not to think of it as a competition. Basically kind of what I do, I just like pretend I'm at practice, you know, just like do this, do that, and just like focus. That's awesome. That's exactly the way you want to go about it. I want to give a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay. Whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for as the original sneaker marketplace eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity, and it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers over $100, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. So what are your thoughts on the other competitors that you skated against at Junior Worlds, right? So again, this is the first competition that you were with a lot of, lot of strong skaters. How did you feel both yourself stacking up against them, but also moving forward now that you've already competed with these girls, what is your headspace at when you go to competitions? Um, I think they're like really amazing skaters. Like just like in practice, especially the Russian girls. I think I like saw one of their practices and there's like, it's so amazing what they do in like one practice. Yeah, I I was a little bit intimidated by them at at like, junior worlds but I feel like my triple triples are like I've improved a lot since junior worlds and I think you know I don't know (laughs) I just like to focus on myself when I can like when my competition so as you should (laughs) that's good yeah definitely focusing on yourself is really really prime and then knowing that you've already competed against these girls you've had this experience you can take that with you now and just when you walk in, you have that confidence, you have that horse blinder mentality where you're here for you and you're here to do a job. So this year you were really successful being in the senior field. You did so great at nationals and we can see that the new generation coming up is definitely strong. How do you feel about being in the senior division now um, and walking in to nationals with all of the senior skaters? I know I still have to work really hard because there's a lot of like younger kids coming up with triple triples too. So um, I'm working on harder mm-hmm. jumps. It's a work in progress. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm just like excited to com- like, to see what, what I can get against and what they can do. And then, you know, like learn from my competitors too because everyone brings different things to the table. <laughs> Definitely. Everyone has their strengths. So you definitely have to push yours and um, be confident in what you bring to the table, right? Actually, we did have a fan question for you about new jumps. So are you working on any quads or triple axle is the fan question. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, I am. 
on the harness, off the harness. Cool. How's that going? Which jumps in particular are you working on? Um, triple axel and then quad toe. It's a work in progress. Definitely. That's that's actually really cool to hear. Uh, to, it's crazy because even five to seven years ago, it was just the triple triple that was necessary in competition. And it was only Mausada who had a triple axel and was competing um, that one routinely. And now it's such a big thing in skaters everywhere, right? So like, how do you feel about that trend since you are now the young generation that's coming up on this quad and triple axel whirlwind? What is that like for you at 15? I think it's crazy, but it's also, like, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that, like, I see these other skaters, like, all these mostly Russian girls, like, doing these quads, and I think it's, like, inspiring, and, you know, like, girls can do it, too. Yeah, exactly. Does that make you, like, want to push yourself harder to get it, just seeing other girls and competitors within your field doing them in competitions yes definitely that's awesome that's a really good motivator for sure I feel like it's it's always cool when nobody else is doing it so you kind of want to push yourself but now it's gotten to the point where it's like necessary internationally to be trying to go after those things uh to really be competitive with those girls but we're going to see how the trend keeps going, right? <laughs> but yeah, coming into the field so young, you know, 15, just having your triple-triple is huge. It shows really great technical ability on your part to be able to do that. And I remember when I was 15 and I was walking into the senior competitions, also my senior debut at that time, walking and not caring about the age gap is huge just because at that age it was like, I had the elements, so I needed to also have the confidence to back that up, right? And so same for you. You're walking into nationals. You're nailing all of your jumps. It's not about, you know, anybody else that's there. You seem to be really on track right now um, to be able to come in and do that even in your first times competing on that kind of scale. You've had three nationals in a row now with good showings, which is really, really awesome. That consistency, great to see. What do you do to kind of match that confidence and in competition internationally? Like when you go to international competitions, how are you going to um, try to compete the same way you do at nationals? Um, I think, you know, just pretty much the same thing. Stay focused. Um, practice well. Practice is really important, I think. Like practice, what you do in practice, you'll probably do in competition. So I think practice well, stay focused and calm and just like focus on what I do before I compete and like myself and doing my best. Yeah, absolutely. That's great to hear that you are having that mindset going in again. All you can do is focus on yourself and trust your training. So if you're practicing hard, there's no reason to be afraid when you step into the competition, right? Another fan question for you is how much off ice do you do? with your training? Off-ice? Um, off-ice is really important too. You know, um, you have to do your jumps off-ice, um, endurance training, core, a lot of plyometrics. I mean, yeah. it all like helps you get your jumps on the ice and um, helps you get through your programs. 
Definitely. The stamina and strength part is so key in skating. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. That's cool. About how many hours of off-ice would you say you do per week? I think I do at least like two hours a day, I guess. Okay. Nice. That's cool. How much do you skate per day, too, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I skate three hours on Monday through Friday and then two hours on Saturday. That's actually – that seems like a really good amount because you're not overdoing it, but you have a really good consistent – few times that's sick (laughs) what is your goal for next season because it is an olympic season so do you have your eye on potentially trying to make the olympic team or what is your game plan um yeah i think my goal is to make the 2022 olympic team for for the winter olympics yeah (laughs) yes Yay, that's so good to hear. I love it when you guys, you know, are not afraid to say that (laughs) and just come in and have that goal. That's awesome. So talk a little bit more about that. What is your plan for this next season to make the Olympic team? So what do you want out of yourself, both competition-wise, elements-wise, and, like, what do you hope to be walking into nationals with? Um, You know, I'm working on harder jumps, so I hope, like, Maybe I could put those in my program and then obviously like have my triple, triple sound pat. And then I have to work on my skating skills and interpretation of the music (laughs) more, I know. And um, I don't know like what competitions are happening internationally because of like the pandemic. So um, I know I have to do well at nationals, like if I want to. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Do you do you take like dance classes or anything like that to help with your um, just skating in general? Um. Yeah. I I take a dance class like once once a week, and then that's good. Yeah. The whole uh, forgot the word component. <laughs> the whole component side of skating. Uh, it definitely comes just with practice and with age. Um, it's not really something that you can rush. So I definitely highly encourage you to walk in to nationals next year and just go for it. It's going to be anyone's game. And with a great skate, it's definitely possible. And I would say, you know, don't be intimidated by anyone who's been on the scene, the senior scene longer than you, because at the end of the day, they're looking for whoever's going to be strong technically, but strong mentally at an Olympics, right? So if you have that tunnel vision of executing your stuff, that's what's going to carry you through. So super, super exciting to hear that you're going to go for it. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> we have another fan question. The actual quote of the question is, ask her about social activism online. They say she's so young, but so outspoken. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um. Well, it's really important. I feel like um, Instagram is like a good platform to spread awareness. So yeah, sometimes I just like repost like stuff on my story. You know, people need to know about it, like what's going on in the world. Yeah, that's really awesome to see that you're so keen and aware on everything going on and you're willing to 
publicly post and whatnot about it. You know, I know a lot of young kids are looking up to you, junior champion, you're in the senior field now. So it's always great to have role models that are practicing social activism and not kind of shying away from the stuff that's happening in the world. So good for you, Lindsay. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, really final thing here. I just think, you know, moving forward, you should definitely be working smart be good to your body as you practice these hard jumps. You are 15. um, So your body still has the ability to bounce back pretty quick, but I do know working on quads and triple axles, most important thing, stay healthy. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, moving forward, you know, don't look at any big names. Don't look at any big stars, concentrate on your skating and being able to deliver in competition. Consistency is super key and you're already doing that. So keep it up. Congratulations again on such a great senior debut i'm wishing you the best of luck next season and hopefully we see you make the olympic team thank you so much (laughs) (laughs) yeah thanks for coming on the podcast today yeah thank you i was aesthetic I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Please let me know what you think. Subscribe to my channel. Give me a rating. Give me a review. Follow me on my Instagram. That's where I'm promoting this. My username is at Paulina Edmonds. And stay tuned for my upcoming episodes. Keep an eye out for them. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.